0: Thank you for tuning in to the NTT20 Betting Show. We're sponsored by Black Type Bet. Now, Black Type, as of last week, have an offer code for listeners of the Betting Show podcast. If you need to sign up to a Black Type account in order to get some of the prices that we mention on today's podcast, make sure you do so with the offer coupon code NTT20, all in capital letters. That will give you a £10 free bet on any football selection that you fancy making. A good way to start um, with your Black Type account, that is offer code NTT20. Also on the Black Type website is a special page listing the bets that we will put forward this week. Our fancies for the weekend's EFL action. So make sure if you go on to Black Type, you go on to soccer. And then you find the NTT20 specials page, which you'll find on the right-hand side of the page, easily found there. Now, we'll get into the weekend's picks. But first, George, we tried to make head or tail of League One and League Two last week during the international break. And fair to say that uh, it's our worst weekend yet.
1: Yeah, by a mile. I I don't think we were the only people out there to be betting on last weekend's football who came unstuck a lot of shocks in there um, not to be making excuses though but it was pretty shambolic I think we only had one winning tip each mine was a BTTS yours was Swindon um, I felt pretty hard done by with Josh uh, Madger's goal for Sunderland gubbing me from of a 4-1 to one winner um, fleet were to be leading at half time but anyway we're not going to spend too much time on on it I was minus 4.27 because of the two point nap losing you were minus 3.63 because of the same uh, leaving me your 7.37 so far which is shambolic but it's a marathon not a sprint so still a long way to go absolutely still still confident to beat you and Ali you are plus 2.02 the good thing is we we still got a lot of nice messages from you guys uh, saying that the, the podcast itself helped you choose your selections so fingers crossed we can continue to do the same even if Um, We do apologise for a few shoddy ones last weekend.
0: Yeah, I did note uh, when we got the email from Mike Holden and and part of his Fox Punter services to note down uh, how much the market moved towards various teams last week, indicating where the big money was going, that the five most back teams in League Two all failed to win. So... Um, It really was a a, a tough weekend for the punters across the EFL, and let's hope that that changes this week. Uh, We're going to go straight into our game in focus, and we've been really enjoying uh, doing this feature in the last few weeks because it it really allows us to look a bit deeper into certain teams, And, and this week we've got a really interesting game between Shrewsbury and South End. and the reason it's really, really interesting is that these are two teams who, in terms of the table, not performing very well, South End in 15th with just seven points from their seven games, and Shrewsbury without a win, four draws and three losses, so four points from those seven games, but looking at the data, George, they look to be performing better than their results suggest, so in terms of trying to look at it as an individual game, that makes it very interesting, because I suppose... Uh, when we've been poring over the various stats and facts and personnel it, you know, I've been trying to look at which team might be better suited to a rise up the table
1: Yeah, both impressive uh, going forward particularly, but also at the back um, in terms of shots faced, uh, expected goals faced, unexpected goals going forward. It's interesting looking at the the games from last weekend because both of them played against teams who are very well fancied to do well this season. Uh, Shrewsbury getting a a one-all draw away at Portsmouth, just five minutes away from a victory there, and by all accounts totally deserving of that as well. Uh, They may not have had as much of the ball, but they certainly created the better chances, Uh, and in terms of the XG map, they were miles in front um, for most of the game. It ended up pretty level but for, for the duration of the game they were, they were seemingly the dominant team uh, with End there was a bit of a different story uh, they lost 3-2 at home to Peterborough very few chances early on but by the time the game was finished up they were certainly creating chances at will as we've seen many teams do against Peterborough The interesting thing about this for me is that both teams um, maintains their good attacking form, maintain their good attacking performances, and maybe looked a little bit more porous at the back than we expected them to be. Um, So for that reason, I think I'm going to focus more on a goals angle. It's interesting, we had a Shrewsbury fan uh, tweet in for our Monday show as well, asking us about the finishing abilities of certain players. And and Linnell John-Lewis does seem to be the focal point of this attack uh, for Shrewsbury, who create a lot, but at the same time can't really seem to convert that into goals. He's a player I'm not particularly keen on, I must say, having seen him play a fair bit for Grimsby in their promotion season from the, uh, from the National League. He doesn't score many goals. He's only scored six goals, I think, in his last four seasons. Having said that, he did score 16 goals for Grimsby in their promotion season. So it is obvious he is capable of scoring. Yeah. And I do think that in the Shrewsbury team, if he is going to be the focal point of the attack, there will come a time where he'll continue, where he will put some away, even if he's not prolific.
0: They'll so have Lee Angle returning uh, possibly this weekend as well, and he's the type of player that might offer a bit less in terms of hold-up play, uh, but you'd you'd expect to to potentially finish chances at a greater lick.
1: And that's exactly it, and you also have to look at the you know you mentioned the hold-up play, the ability that someone like John Lewis has to bring others into play, and uh, and I think if you're looking at the four players who play in behind John Lewis, they're the people who probably will profit even if they're not scoring the goals. That Shrewsbury
0: midfield looking really actually quite impressive this season.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I couldn't agree more and we were, were both uh, worried about Shrewsbury and how they got on this season after after Hurst leaving and a couple of key players but everything points to, to them being a good outfit at this level. So in terms of tipping, I think it's going to be a good game. I think both teams um, will, I mean Shrewsbury will start to score. Um, Southend are already getting on the score sheet. I think that Southend's um, conceding three goals against Posh was a little bit harsh but I think that shows that maybe the good defensive numbers they're posting um, they're still susceptible to decent attacks um, and for that reason I'm looking at a goals angle here and I'm going to go for over one and a half first half goals at 21 to 10 the thinking here also being that Shrewsbury got very quickly out of the blocks last time out as well and I can see this being an affair where basically not a particularly cagey affair as mentioned the uh, the the south end game against uh, Peter saw very few chances early on and a bit of a coming to life after the first goal. Whereas I think this one, we're going to see Shrewsbury try and play on the front foot. And uh, with both teams probably more reliant on their, on their attacks and their defence, I think we're going to see a few goals.
0: Yeah, 16 new players for Shrewsbury over the summer and a new manager as well. Uh, only 30% of their minutes from their squad last season Uh, remaining this season the likes of Sadler Beckles and Wally really the only three first team players that remain so perhaps not surprising that their start to the season was a little slow but four draws out of their last five it's one of those ones that if they could get a win or two in the next game or two all of a sudden that run looks rather good and um, you know going to Portsmouth and essentially controlling the game for the first hour or so uh, this is all sort of goes back to maybe this squad churn over the summer Um, they just couldn't play for the whole 90 minutes. They invited pressure on themselves and gave away a late penalty, which their fourth penalty conceded in four games. So um, game management seems to be the, the buzzword at the moment for the manager. And you can kind of see why uh, there's some positivity, that, that midfield that you mentioned, um, anchored by Anthony Grant, the experienced uh, Grant, but enterprising midfielders around him, Sean Wally and, and Gilead out wide. Um, and Ollie Norburn, who I think stepped up to League One really well through the middle, uh, paired with with Josh Laurent or, or Doherty off the bench as well. Um, I feel quite sure that things like uh, the concession of late penalties, things like the, the really low chance conversion, will turn at some point. So I, I do like Shrewsbury to get some results over the next few games. But at the same time, South End, I think. Uh, really interesting as well they're another team that have uh, they, they, they're just not quite a complete side yet they've been conceding so many from set pieces seven goals already the Most in the league from set play, South End conceding two last week against Peterborough, just really avoidable um, free kick situations that ended up with uh, with easy chances for for Peterborough. Um, last season they kept ten clean sheets in powell 's eighteen games, but this season sixteen conceded in nine in all comps so it 's quite clear to me that they need to tighten up a bit. I think that the four four two system means that that defense can sometimes be a little bit exposed i uh, not sure they 've got the midfield protection that you would like. I'd also like to see um, Mikulski get a go up front. They've really been sticking with Hopper and Simon Cox. And I think that both players are OK, but I'm just not sure exactly what Cox's role in the side is. I know he's been there for a long time and scored a lot of goals, but he's really just a pure poacher, really, and he's not really involved in, in the build-up play. And I think that sometimes that can be um, a bit reductive when it comes to, to End. So... Really interested in this one. Um, The other thing I'll point out is that Southend's left side looks very strong with Ben Coker and Harry Bunn uh, with nice combinations down there. And on uh, Shrewsbury's right side with Josh Emmanuel and Sean Wally, you've also got some, some good attacking players. So that could be an interesting battle down that side. I'm also going for goals. Um, last week, I got a bit greedy and, and went over 2.5 for Fleetwood Sunderland over BTTS because it was a better price. And of course, it was 1-1. So I'm going to play it safe this time round and go for BTTS in this game at 10 to 11. But regardless, it'll be really interesting to see how this one ends up. Um, moving on to our uh, team bets across the three divisions. George, we'll start with your nap, which is also in League One.
1: What do they say? If you do the same thing over and over again and expect a different results, then sign of of, of lunacy. Um, I'm I'm basically doing that again. I am napping against Coventry, um, having napped Oxford last weekend. Very uh, confidently, obviously ended up with egg on my face there. Coventry deserving of their win um, at Oxford, but this is a completely diff- different kettle of fish. Hosting Barnsley, who are quite comfortably the best team in League One at the moment. Uh, No doubt in my mind about that whatsoever. I think in all facets of the game, both in terms of preventing shots and in terms of creating chances, in terms of the players they've got at their disposal, in terms of Kiefer Moore having the best striker in the league, they are just brilliant and a cut above. um, And any concerns about the manager whatsoever uh, have been lost um, as Ali, I'm going to, you know, you did tell me this stat before, so I'll credit you. They've only conceded three shots in their three away games. three shots on target in their three away game so far this season. So going on the road is no issue whatsoever. Um, they're unlucky not to pick up three points against Warsaw on the weekend, but I do wonder if that's why we're getting this slightly nice price here of 19 to 20, which is best price on odds checker with Black Type. So Black Type offering, offering the best price. Uh, on Barnsley around I'm very happy to stick my two points on them here I thought there would be towards about the four to six mark um, Coventry despite their win uh, on Sunday live on Sky I still think um, have got a fair way to go to be concerning teams um, of the ilk of Barnsley I'm, I'm so confident Barnsley will get promoted this season Um this just seems like a, like a pretty straightforward away win
0: mine is also an away win up in the championship my nap derby to beat Rotherham currently at 11 to 10 with black type. Uh, I think the there's a few different angles here. Firstly, the gap in quality of personnel, uh, which is enough for me to be very interested in Derby. <clears throat> uh, certainly at the odds against Price, uh, they are showing in the last few weeks that the likes of Mason Mount, Tom Lawrence, um, really stepping up uh, going forward. And also the slight concession, I think, from Lampard to... to Play a system that suits his personnel rather than maybe uh, his ideal philosophy, Um, by which I mean that in those opening games, we've spoken about it a few times, there was a very um, slow possession-based game and uh, they struggled against a a high-pressing Reading I think that Rotherham equally can compress can very well with, with some intensity so I think it would be good for Derby to um, remain the way they've played the last few games eschewing uh, possession at times in favour of, of trying to get better opportunities on the counter-attack um, and, and with teams out of position I suppose um, so I think that you know they're clearly on good form three wins in a row before the international break against Ipswich, Hull and Preston um, Rotherham struggling to offer a threat in open play I think the majority of their goals they've scored this season have been from set pieces from Richard Wood or Sean Raggett so um, I do think that Derby really should be winning this game I'm, I'm, uh, that's why I'm napping them at 11-10 to 10. Uh, my bet in League One is Sunderland to win away at Burton. That's at 21-20. It's the type of thing that I think could shorten quite considerably before the weekend because uh, Burton have got some real injury issues. Uh, they did last week, they got a draw against Accrington, um, but they, you know, there's still a lot of clouds surrounding some of their players and even if some of them do return, you can't imagine that they will be match fit. So, The likes of Templeton and Boyce, so important for them going forward. Uh, Buxton and Brayford at the back, uh, all unclear at the moment. And goalkeeper, huge issues. Stephen Bywater and Bradley Collins both out. So it might be an emergency loan. It might be a youth team goalkeeper. Either way, you know, it's it's, uh, not ideal preparation for the visit of Sunderland. We know that Sunderland need to stop conceding the first goal in games. That will happen at some point. We know that they have um, pure quality and across any game at this level, there will be spells where their their quality will will show. So I'm going with Sunderland to win away at Burton at 21 to 20. uh, We haven't heard from you vis-a-vis the championship yet, George. So fill us in with what you're thinking there. Um,
1: (laughs) Vis-a-vis. And that's another away win at quite a short price, um, which, you know, normally I... Kind of trying to avoid, but we've got two, two and two coming up here. And it's another team at the top of the table, um, at the top end of the championship in Middlesbrough, who travel to um, Norwich. We saw against Leeds that this Middlesbrough team um, can do it both ways. Whilst they may have been playing a style of football that was slightly less pulis than we expected, they showed against Leeds that they're very able to shut up shop and create chances on the break and through set pieces. They go to a Norwich team who look very, very flimsy indeed, with a, with a manager in Daniel Farker who's under immense pressure, who could lose his job with any game now. Um, looking at the performance data, Norwich are totally porous um, in defence as well which suggests to me that uh, Middlesbrough will have no issues creating chances at Carrow Road whatsoever um, their attacking numbers are fairly decent but as I say so were Leeds and we saw in that game I, I, I worried about Leeds being able to break Borough down that day and they failed to and I think that Middlesbrough will be very very will just be very content to do a job against Norwich as well and at odds against it's 7-5 to five with black type um, it seems like a good opportunity to get behind Middlesbrough I, I'm fairly wary of uh unlike the Barnsley uh, selection where it wouldn't surprise me if Barnsley just continued to rack up points consistently throughout the season um, and rattle clear of everyone else. I, I'm, I'm not that keen on kind of backing Borough blindly here because I, I do think that they're one of probably six or seven teams towards the top end of the table where there's not too much between them. Um, uh, this just seems like a game which is fairly suited to them and the, the style of play that Norwich will try. And in part, Borough will be very happy to let them Keep hold of the ball um, and break at pace, and uh, we'll probably exploit the high line. So, and and from set pieces, they're always going to be um, a massive, massive threat. So yeah, Middlesbrough at seven five is my one for for the championship.
0: Pulis just week by week showing showing great. <sighs> Ways of combating opposition strengths. I think that that's something that all, all bode very well for Middlesbrough going forward. Uh, we'll move down to League Two now. I've just realised that all three of my selections are away teams this week. So, um, despite a poor week last week, I've, I seem to be <laughs> seem to be avoiding the safe option to some extent. I, um, I
1: must say, going through it, I, this—I mean, it's not a very good thing to say after struggling last week. But uh, except for the for the Barnsley one, it, it's a tougher week. This I yeah. would say there there are, there, are, there aren't many in there normally. I probably have a couple of a couple of picks away from what we talk about but this weekend I can't see myself having more than, than two or three bets.
0: Yeah, spot on. It, it was sort of tough going through it all and uh, it, it, in this game between Carlisle and Tranmere, I'm going to side with Tranmere, the away team. Now, at the moment these two teams are uh, in different halves of the table. Carlisle up in 4th uh, with 13 points and Tranmere down in 14th, but only 3 points behind in in uh, points, uh, 10 points for Carlisle. So uh, it looks like a big gap between the two teams, 10 places, but only three points. And I think actually that it's more likely to me that in a few months' time, uh, when the league settles down a little bit more, that it'll be Tranmere above uh, Carlisle. And uh, I think that Carlisle are in a bit of a false position. So uh, I just think that Tranmere. I guess easing into life in League 2, quite an impressive start uh, in many ways. And of course, the, the absolute rampant goal-scoring form of, of Mr Norwood. Um, Carlisle, they, they got a win away at uh, Cambridge on the weekend. Cambridge have, have major problems and Carlisle uh, was solid and picked them off. And uh, I'm a bit wary about betting against any John Sheridan side but I do think that at 17 to 10 uh, the price for Tramir is, is very good and I think that um, yeah in a few months time if, if, uh, if this game came around uh, I think Tranmere would be a lot shorter than that, so I'm I'm trying to sort of preempt that and getting with Tranmere away at Carlisle at 17 to 10. What about yourself in League Two?
1: Yeah, I'm going to go for Gabriele Chioffi to get off the mark in his <laughs> first game uh, in his first game of management. Um, it's not massively to do. With uh, with Crawley, I must say it's uh, it's getting against Morecambe really, who've had a torrid start to the season. Um, in all competitions, they've won just one game and lost every single other. That win, I think we can all agree, was was not really deserved at home to to Northampton. Um, Crawley, on the other hand, have had a fairly decent start to the season. Um, obviously, losing Kuhl maybe not ideal, but I'm, I'm not convinced that Kuhl was was a huge part of their um, stability. At least um, they've scored in every home game in all competitions this season. Uh, they beat a decent berry team 3-2 in their last home league game as well. Um, I think that they're a fairly competent outfit, if not great. On the other hand, Morecambe looked like one of the weakest teams in the, leagues, in the league yet again, totally devoid of confidence yet again. Um, the shot data, whilst of all the leagues, uh, the shot data in League 2 doesn't really tally with, with the league too much, whether that's due to the data itself or, or whether it's um, just taking time to come around to, to that way of thinking or... or Coming around to, to to tally together, cruelly rank very, very well indeed in terms of chance creation, and, and against a Morecambe team who, who just cannot stop conceding, um, I think that's going to translate into a home win. Um, again, I'd have thought this would have been closer to kind of the four to six mark, and it's uh, and it's nineteen to twenty, which again is best price on Black Type uh, of all the odds checker. If you go on odds check and you see all the bookies, you can see the Black Type are the best out there. So definitely worth using the offer code. If you're going to back Crawley, uh, use the offer code um, to when you get your account, you'll get your free bet, and then you can get the best price available.
0: Creepy Crawley is your tip in uh, in League Two. What about both teams to score? Uh, probably the biggest game in League One, I would say that you're looking at this week.
1: Yeah, if it wasn't for both teams to score, I'd be in trouble here because I think I've got every single one right so far, and I'm still minus seven. So <laughs> this is where you want to start listening. It's it's short enough at, at four to six, but I think that Posh against Pompey, Peterborough Portsmouth, um, is a bit of a BTTS banker. We've spoken a lot on the podcast up. So uh, Peterborough shot data. Um, they they continue to to create. Well, they continue to score and they continue to give up chances. Um, so I, you cannot see this being a kg nil nil or a low scoring game. Portsmouth very very good going forward. Um, my only concern would be I'd be more concerned with the home team scoring uh, than the away team. Portsmouth were one of the teams I considered to be tipping up um, for my League One bet. But yeah, four to six. I'm, ha- I'm happy to go with BTTS there, given the the history of, of the home team.
0: I'm going to go with the Friday night game in the championship, Birmingham against West Brom, uh, BTTS, yes, at five to six. Uh, I really got burned by Birmingham when I tipped them to win uh, two weeks ago. So I'm I'm avoiding that sort of thing. But I do think that uh, if they continue to have as many shots and shots on target as they have been having, uh, where they actually rank, uh, I think it's eighth uh, in the whole of the championship in terms of shots on target, then, you know, the goals will... Hopefully for them to start to flow at some point. West Brom, as we know, an exceptional attacking force um, so far in defence... Uh, not looking quite as solid. So I think that there's a, there's a pretty good chance that Birmingham will create some, some opportunities in this game. And I think there's a very good chance that West Brom will do so. So BTTS at five to six seems like a good shout to me. Uh, now on to our long shots, George, finally, before we wrap it all up. Um, I tipped up a nil-nil in League Two last week and the final score was four nil. You're tipping up a nil-nil this week in League Two. And it's the same team that's involved, Grimsby.
1: Yeah, it's Grimsby against Oldham. Um, I always like after a team who have been fairly solid get whooped, as Grimsby did uh, 4-0 against Bury. I uh, I always like looking at them to to kind of rally, I guess, because the the impetus and the and the focus here will surely be keeping Oldham down, um it will be keeping Oldham at bay as we mentioned on the Monday podcast. Grimsby didn't have a shot until the 90th minute after they went, went 1-0 down against Bury. We've spoken to, to Grimsby fans about their style of football, which seems to be fairly um, f- retaining the ball, but not really doing much with it, which again, if they're struggling to create, but they've got hold of the ball, it, it bodes well for, uh, for, for 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 low goals. Um, Oldham, I'm still not in any way convinced by whatsoever. Um, a 1-0 defeat on the weekend shows a team, again, who... who sh- failed to score. If you're looking back through their game so far this season, they've already had a nil nil um when they when they drew against Yeovil away from home as well. So that maybe shows the manager's mindset that he's happy to nick a point on the road. Yeah, it just seems like a game um which which is set up for both teams to to not be particularly ambitious. Um and at eight to one, I think that this has got a massive chance of uh of of being a stalemate. I'd also look into under one and a half and under two and a half goals as well.
0: I'm looking at Charlton Bradford and I'm looking at this game to be both teams to score and a Charlton away win. Uh, that's at 15 to 4 or 4.75 if you prefer decimals. I suppose the very nature of a long shot is is that you know, you're never going to be absolutely certain. But my thinking here is um, the, the turmoil that Bradford are going through at the moment and the lack of time that I think David Hopkin has had to uh, implement his sort of slightly defensive structure of, of play that we're expecting over the course of the next few months. I think that Charlton uh, have got some excellent attacking players, Colin Ahern Grant and, of course, uh, Lyle Taylor, uh, among others. I think that there's a good chance that both teams will score in this one. But I also, worry that the atmosphere at Valley Parade is going to be a bit odd. I I don't think for a moment that the Bradford fans uh, will do anything other than support the team because they will know that their support is is very necessary for uh, David Hopkin and uh, some of the young players in the Bradford squad that he mentioned but I do also think that there's a real uh, issues uh, with with, uh, bad feeling towards the owner and I do think that that means that if, if another Poor performance is turned in then uh, then it 's going to be hard to change that um, sort of mid game it 's going to be hard to rally for the team if things start going wrong so Charlton to beat Bradford with both teams to score four point seven five or fifteen to four with black type is my tip there i 'll just sum up our bets for this week. You will be able to find these uh, in case you don 't want to note them down now on the black type website. Uh, Go into the football section on the right-hand sidebar. If you scroll down, you'll find NTT 20 specials. So they'll be all listed there, uh, and you can you can pick and choose the bets that you like based on what we've said. The six-fold uh, will be up there for you. Uh, very, it'll be very easy for you to get involved if you like all six of our team picks. Um, so that would be Middlesbrough, Barnsley, Crawley on George's side, Derby, Sunderland and Tranmere. That would be the NTT 20 six-fold. This weekend, but just to recap the bets: my nap is Derby to win away at Rotherham at eleven to ten. George's Barnsley to win away at Coventry at nineteen to ten. Um, then in League One, I've got Sunderland in League Two, Tranmere uh, took both of them to win away. Um, and George has got Middlesbrough in the Championship and Crawley in League Two. And then for BTTS, both of us going yes. Me for Birmingham versus West Brom at five to six. George Portsmouth versus Peterborough at four to six. Uh, the long shot, George's going nil nil, Grimsby Oldham at 8-1 and I'm going Charlton BTTS and Charlton Wynn in their game against Bradford at 15-4 uh, and in the game in focus we both kind of like the goal angles uh, South End versus Shrewsbury this is George is going over 1.5 first half goals at 21-10 to and I'm going both teams to score at 10-11 to so this has been the NTT20 betting show sponsored by Black Type. please do get in touch if you have any feedback about the show any new features that you'd like to see or anything you'd like to ask um, black type have an offer code ntt20 got to be all in capital letters that uh, if you sign up to black type with that coupon code you'll get a 10 pound free bet on any football selection so if you like what we've spoken about today head to Blacktype and get involved and otherwise thank you very much for listening